This episode of the Grace and Grind podcast is brought to you by The Village KC. The Village KC is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that serves middle and high school students in the greater Kansas City area. With programs focused on holistic health, college prep, and more, The Village KC creates safe spaces for our youth to learn, grow, and become change agents in the community. Join us on Saturday, December 4th for the second annual Friends of the Village Gala. Your participation shows our youth that adults are interested and invested in their success. To learn more and purchase tickets, visit thevillagekc.org. Hello, Wesley. Hola. How's your day going? I had better days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I know why you've had better days. That's all right. I'm not mad at you anymore, okay? I wasn't worried about you being mad. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Stuff happens. You were you were worried. You Go think I was worried. So, Does my energy say worried to you? Your energy says, oh my God, I hope my wife still isn't mad at me. Nah, nah. No. Because my mm-hmm. wife has to understand it. Sometimes things happen. So let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you. I can't wait for you to tell what happened. Let's, yeah, let's, let's talk yeah, about I'm it. Yeah, I'm telling what happened. <laughs> so my cute little Ford Fusion is in the garage minding its own business. Mm-hmm. And my husband <laughs> decides to drive my car. And he backs out of the garage mm-hmm. and tears the whole, it ain't the whole thing. Right rear view mirror, it ain't the whole clean thing. cut off the car. It ain't the whole thing. Let, 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 hold on. Let, let's let's rewind though. Let's rewind, okay? Let's okay, talk about let's rewind. talk about this right mirror, okay? Okay. Now, is this the first time this right mirror has had issues? <laughs> that's that's irrelevant. Okay, that's first thing. Second thing, right after I bought you a brand new right mirror. How long did it take for that brand new right mirror to get ghettofied? <laughs> this is why I wasn't worried about it. Those are the details you don't want to add. Yeah. No. So what I did, what I did is I accidentally, because you know accidents happen. That's what human <laughs> beings. Sometimes we have the word called accident, and grace. <laughs> hey, that's that, hey, yes. no pun intended. Grace sometimes needs to be given. So I just made a little extra damage to the already damaged Gettified right mirror that was done by whom? By me. But guess what, boo? It's going to be fixed on Thursday. Okay, so, see, (laughs) you talk too much. Now everybody want to know, well, what did Carissa do to me? Okay, in all fairness, (laughs) one day as I was coming into the garage, I hit the mirror. Mm Mm-hmm. And the mirror just bent a little bit. No, it wasn't a little bit. It bent a little bit. No, it wasn't a little bit. It bent enough to where we had to get a new mirror. Okay. Uh Damn. We had to get a new (laughs) mirror. And then, like two weeks after it got fixed. (laughs) Literally two weeks. Literally two weeks. I did the exact same thing again. Uh And that's when I made an appointment with the eye doctor and realize that I need glasses. glasses yeah, but it'll be fixed on Thursday. Okay, so well, thanks, because because I, I want you to feel safe, Thank and your you. safety is a priority to me. <laughs> I know it is. Yes, 
<laughs> but I wasn't worried about you being upset. What I was what I was concerned about is you're an impact person, mm-hmm. and I didn't want your day to be messed up because it didn't start off on the right foot. Well, I appreciate that, but my day did start off on the right foot. Like that happened <laughs> midday, right? <laughs> so no, I'm having a really good day outside of um, finding my mirror just hanging. Yeah, you know. That's all right, but it's going to be a brand new mirror on Thursday. Yes, it is. And I love you and I appreciate you so much. I love you too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Grace. Grace. See, yeah. Yes. No pun intended. It's you Grace. know what I'm saying? Grace for the situation yes. on the Grace and Grime podcast yes. with Grace yeah. Yasmin. Yes. <laughs> How you doing? I'm wonderful. I am really great and so glad to be here. We're glad to have you, Grace. You know, I, I never really got to talk to you, but I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> I'm glad you're in my wife's life. Like, oh, you sound like a very good person oh, to be in her life. She's thank my Pisces you. twin. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah not too much. You know, I've, I've been married. I think cancers can deal with Pisces. Because <laughs> mm, mm. the, right. the secret is unconditional love and grace. For everybody listening, yes. if you are talking to a Pisces, <laughs> The secret sauce yes. for the Pisces is <laughs> unconditional love and grace. Woo. Pisces need to know that they're loved unconditionally. Yes. Very true. That's free 99. All yes. right. Okay. So <laughs> if you're not familiar with Grace Yasmin, she is an incredible author and Basically, she shows entrepreneurs a powerful pathway to attracting clients, building relationships, and living the life of their dreams without complicated strategies. I know we're all over complicated strategies. Mm -hmm. She actually went from being dependent on government assistance to creating a beautiful, carefree, amazingly happy, successful life. She graduated from UMKC. Go Roos! I know, right? (laughs) Um, She actually got her master's degree in nursing and became a certified nurse practitioner all while, get this, raising six children. Wow. Listen, Grace Yasmin is the truth, okay? Here's the thing, though. Although she loved her career in healthcare, it was not her passion or her purpose. It has been her transition into entrepreneurship that has allowed her to become totally fulfilled. She's a business strategy coach, positivity influencer, international motivational speaker and not one not two but three times published author her experience and knowledge in mindfulness leadership entrepreneurship business and communication qualifies her to speak but it's her lived experiences and attitude of resilience that sets her apart making her a favorite choice for national and international keynotes and a trusted resource for business leadership and women's conferences worldwide she has captivated the audiences with her powerful presentations, and she's on a mission to help more female entrepreneurs like me own their personal greatness as a ticket to creating the life they dreamed of. She is just absolutely amazing, and I'm just really grateful that she's on the show today. Thank you. I'm so Mm. glad to be here and so glad to just be in your life in general. Oh, thank Mm. you, Grace. 
dinner. That's the mushy, posse stuff right there. Listen, don't do us. <laughs> you know, we all about the mush. We yes. are. But don't play because we tough, too. Right. And you can't get it. Another secret I want to say real quick to the listener of the Pisces. They come off as tough, but they're really roses. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You're telling all of our secrets. You I know am. what I'm saying? Been married to one for 10 years. You better know. Yes, yes. You better know what you know. Yeah. It could be a That's rough ride. Cool. It could be a smooth yeah. or rough ride. You get to decide which one you want to have. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's a quick, so quick question before we get into the content. Yeah. Nurse practitioner. I didn't know you was a nurse practitioner. I am. What made you step away? You know, just I loved helping people, but it wasn't the way that I liked helping people. I, I love that free spirit of doing things different every day. And even though I kept trying different things within being a nurse practitioner, it always ended up feeling mundane, and I just couldn't live doing the exact same thing every day. Okay. Yeah. Because that's pretty much a step right before doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So today, Grace is going to be talking to us about seven mindset shifts for manifesting your goals in 2022. Yes. I'm so excited about this. Yes. Yes. Like, me and Wes, like, we were talking last night about um, what we need to do to cultivate a really good year next year. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting because God had shown me some things Mm -hmm. and he had shown him the same things, Mm -hmm. but he showed it to Wes, like, in a dream, Mm -hmm. and he showed it. Uh, to me via the stars and this lunar cycle and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So we were just like floored that we both were on the same page spiritually, received the same message in two completely different ways. And it really does bring us to this point of what do we need to do to make sure that we create a really fruitful and abundant, um, 2022 i love that and i love that word um what do we do to cultivate yes what we want because so many times people plant seeds and then they walk away and say god how come nothing happened well harvest doesn't come if you don't go back and nourish what you've planted Mm -hmm. and so that in itself is a word that when what god gives you he'll give you the seed but you've got to come and do some stuff you got to water you got to till it up and then divine alignment Yes. And I love the way that you two can embrace the the truth that God speaks to us in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so he doesn't have to say it to he's going to speak to Carissa in the way that he knows that her heart is positioned to hear. And he's going to speak to you in the way that your heart is here is positioned to hear. And then y'all can come together and put together the plan for now. God has given us the vision. Now we have to come together and lean into this strategy. And that's what I talk about in the book. Say yes to success. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) Dropping gems. So before we get into this, yeah, you talked about, you mentioned the book. So your first book, Becoming Fearless. Tell us about, you have three, right? Yes. Okay, tell us a little bit about all of them. I'll tell you a little bit about all of them. Everything I write about is how do you overcome challenges in order to get to what you want? And so for me, when I was, when I entered into the world of entrepreneurship, I'd come right off of um, losing my mom. And so I was running towards a vision, but running from fear. Mm. And so anything attached to fear isn't mixed with faith. 
Mm. And so God said, before I bless you with abundance in the bank, I've got to bless you in some other areas. And part of that is removing this fear out of your life. And the way that I'm going to remove fear out of your life is I'm going to teach you how to walk out faith. See, so many times we know about faith. You know, we go to church and we clap and we wave, but we don't come out and we don't know. Now, how do I take the things that I waved about in church and apply them to my life every day? Mm. And so when I wrote Becoming Fearless, that was, um, God, that was six months after I had buried my son. Wow. That was a year after I buried my mom, two years after I buried my brother and my sister. Mm. And so um, just waking up in the morning and not being plagued with sadness that overwhelmed my spirit was a success for me. That's another thing I talk about in the book. Success changes over time, different seasons. Success looks different. And for me during that season, my only prayer was, God, let me make it out of this bed because my children seeing me cry every day is damaging their soul. God, let me stop having so many panic attacks because I'm going to have to be hospitalized because I can't make simple decisions anymore. Um, and so becoming fearless was what God breathed into me about how to live a life and how to reshift everything in my life so that I could no longer have anxiety or depression. And so I went from having 10 panic attacks a day and being on multiple medications to today, two years later, being on no medication. Yes. And so that's why when I talk about in my bio being carefree and having peace, peace only matters if you haven't had it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? Ooh. Yeah. Because if you haven't had peace and then you get peace and I say I have peace Oh, that resonates different. And I have peace and joy in my life every day. Even on today, the day before we celebrate my son's birthday, I can sit here with you guys and still smile. And that's because of the things that God showed me how to do in becoming fearless. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You have an amazing, powerful testimony. Mm. And the world and anyone who reads your book is... Um, honored to be able to share in those experiences and learn from the things that you've gone through. So thanks for putting that out. You're welcome. And then my second book is the ultimate hustler and it is hustlers for Christians. Okay. Like the hustling mindset for Christians. Cause sometimes we get in a box, you know, God's <laughs> always telling me, take me out your box. Yes. I put yeah. you in that box. You put me in that box. I'm way bigger than you imagine. So when you hear the word, you don't hear the word hustler talked about in church. Mm -hmm. That tends to be this word that we use outside of church. And so when I, somebody came to me and asked me, I'd love for you to co-author this book on hustling with me. And I'm thinking, okay, God, well, you sent them to me. So how do you want me to talk to your people? And I was reminded about the beauty shop. And I used to go to the beauty shop. There'd always be this guy. He would come in there. He might have tapes one day. He might have uh, <laughs> curling irons one day. You didn't know what he was selling. But it was some things. It was some strategy that I learned from him. He didn't care about who said no. He came over to you, ma'am, you want to watch? You want curling irons? And he went on to the next person. And what that translated in my mind to is sometimes we want the thing that God has for us, but we're not willing to take all the no's to get to the yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's and, real good. Yeah. And so God was like, I look at what I've done. 
Look how many times people rejected me and I kept it moving. I am the ultimate hustler. Yeah. And he's like, speak the language that they need to hear. Everything that I say to you don't have to be packaged the way that T.D. Jakes packaged or Sarah Jakes or, or whoever, Miles Monroe. You speak the language in the way that whoever is in the room needs to hear it. Yes. Because I'm a living God. And so my words can be transformed in whatever room I'm in. And so that's where the ultimate hustler was born. I feel like shouting. <laughs> <laughs> How come we didn't get an organ player in here? No, that's good. Today. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm already blown away by perspective. Like, this is the perspective of where you come from, with your writing, and even with your testimony, your vulnerability. That's dope. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's so good. Ultimate Hustler, huh? Yes. Maybe yes. you want to read the book. Can men read your books too? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I oh, know yeah. men ask me that all the time. They're like, you always talking to the women, but what about us? And I said, <laughs> they're for y'all, just like y'all books that y'all write for y'all, we have to grab them. Sure. Even though y'all speak to the men, we have to grab them. So I speak to the women, but they're there for you to grab. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And it's that's amazing dope. how their posture changes. I think, yeah, you're not used to having to grab crumbs are you oh, it's okay and i don't mean that real. and i don't mean that in a in a mean way but i just mean that's the way we've always been positioned yeah. as women yeah oh it's for you it's down there mm-hmm. you know but then mm-hmm. when we position it like that it's like you gotta you get taken aback yeah mm-hmm. and it's like no i, I do that intentionally because i want to start this conversation where when you get ready to write your next book, that you open up your conversation, that you're not only speaking to the men in the room, that you're speaking to the women in the room as well, because now you know how it feels to not be included. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. We ain't even touched one point yet. <laughs> That's good. I'm scared to ask what the third <laughs> book is. <Yes. laughs> so... Yeah, then that was say yes to success and own it. And that was really, God had always been putting things in my spirit. I've had a prophetic spirit all my life, but I didn't really own those things. Yeah. When I was leaving the corporate health care to come into an entrepreneurship um, world, you know, I kept questioning it, you know. And, and so God was like, you're not going to be blessed not to, you might, you taking the action but you don't really believe me for what I've told you. Oh, yeah. And your blessing is connected to your belief, mm-hmm. not your customer's belief, not your talk. Tar- it's your belief. You keep wondering how come you're not elevating. It's because you don't really believe I'm going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And so he said, this blessing is going to take strategy. See, I've been through a lot of hard things in my life, but I've also been spoiled. Yeah. So, yeah, my mother was an alcoholic and I was abused and I had a child as a teenager. I had all those rough things. Right. Right. But when I got ready to go to nursing school, I had like a two point five GPA. I said, God bless it. If I'm supposed to get into nursing school and is and is UMKC was a tough program. Yeah. And I said, God bless it. If I'm supposed to get into it, let me get into it. I got into it. So I never had to deal with rejection. Yes. When I decided to become a nurse practitioner. I actually was in the program to become a nurse educator. I saw these other people sitting on the other side of the room, and I said, well, why are they over there? (laughs) And it's fewer of them. Something in my mind said there's less. That's where I need to be. Oh, yeah. Mm. And so I said, went up to the teacher, and I said, well, what are they? Oh, they're on the nurse practitioner track. 
that planted a seed in me. I went and I started to Google nurse practitioner and what they earned and what they do. I said, hold on, I can educate as a nurse practitioner. Right. I said, excuse me, I want to switch to that program. She said, oh, you can't do that. You had to apply and get accepted. See, those are my words. Mm. You, when they say you can't, I hear God say, yes, you can. Yes. And so I went to the dean and I said, hey, I didn't know about this program. Can you switch me out? Make a long story short. I was moved over. I was shifted. I was shifted. <laughs> I was shifted. Uh, and that's a word. It is. That's a word. So now you see where I've been and how my relationship with God has been. So now come time to become an entrepreneur and I'm calling these prospects and they're like, no, mm-hmm. no. No, I'm like, hold on, God, this ain't how we work. This ain't how we work. <laughs> I said, bless it. And he said, no, not this time, because I've given you so much stuff that you don't know what it feels like to work for it. Oh! Ah! And I was like, okay, God will tell me what I need to do. And when I tell you I wrote that book in two days, he downloaded to me, what's your networking strategy? What's your marketing strategy? Who's your target market? How well do you know them? What wakes them up at night? What's their problem? How do you solve it? Are you the solution? Are you talking in a way that you want to talk or the way that your audience wants to hear? These was things that God was downloaded into my spirit, and I'm just writing, 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 writing. And that's what Say Yes to Success is. It's the blueprint that God gave me for how to build a successful business. And when I begin to apply it, step by step by step, the doors just begin to open. You see my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am I am I am floored. Oh my God. Okay. So I can one hundred percent relate to that being spoiled by God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when I started at UMKC, I was starting... <laughs> Why are Wesley's not <laughs> When I started at UMKC, I was a single mom and I had flunked out of the University of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. At that point in time in my life, I was not a believer like mm-hmm. I am now, right? Mm-hmm. I just knew there's a God mm-hmm. and okay, God, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. If it's just going to be me and this baby girl, mm-hmm. because that's all I could see right then, yeah. right? If it's going to be me and her, I want a degree to be able to get a good job and be able to provide and do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So I know that I flunked out of college, but I need you to get me into UMKC. Mm-hmm. Not only did I get into UMKC, but school was pretty much paid for all the way, yeah. all the way until I graduated. Yeah. And even then, my last semester of college, all of a sudden realizing, oh, my God, my funding has run out of financial aid. How am I going to graduate? And him just showing up yeah, and me getting this random email by somebody in financial aid that I had never met before in my life, saying, hey, here's a grant for you. Finish out your last semester. Mm. So for me, like, it's been like that. Like, that was the start of my relationship with God Mm. and Mm. just me being loved and spoiled. Mm. And I recognize the reason why he did that was because he was breaking that mindset in me in which I had been taught that he was just a God of judgment ready Mm -hmm. to strike me down. No grace, no mercy, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And here I was like 
being blessed in spite of my mistakes, being mm. blessed mm. no matter what situation is tried to mm. claim me as a victim, you know? Mm. And then when you fast forward, like every job that I've wanted to have, I've had. God, I want to be a radio personality. Okay, here you go. Mm-hmm. Did that for two years. Mm, I think I want to be a manager at at a marketing agency. Sure, here you mm-hmm. go. Writing for newspapers, even doing live TV. I've literally done everything that I've wanted to do. All my little childhood dreams. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes time for Grace and Grind and me being an entrepreneur, I went through that exact same shift Mm -hmm. where it was like excuse me jesus Mm -hmm. i'm getting nose Mm -hmm. what is that about Mm -hmm. i'm not used to this Mm -hmm. and the lesson in that was it's time to teach you how to work yeah oh that's such a word you said so many things that you know one of the things that i think we get confused is when you get to this level of elevation the struggle is connected to the success Mm. that's the sign that success is on the other side. You can think, I think about this in terms of when you're on an airplane, you know, first it's real smooth, but when you get ready to hit that level of elevation, you feel that turbulence. Yes. And you're like, Lord, just get us to the above, get us above so it can smooth out again. That's normal in our brain when we're in the airplane. But then when we shift that into our life, we make that almost, especially when we have something we can fall back on. Yes. We'll let that struggle feel like maybe I'm supposed to go back. Mm-hmm. But what God was told me and what he was speaking to me when you were talking was that he said that thing wasn't about even some of the things that we've connected it with. Those degrees were planting seeds of belief to teach yeah. us that we whatever we wanted, he could give us. Yes. You know what I mean? And so it wasn't it wasn't about that because so many times, especially in our culture, we talk about generational curses. But what I speak over our our culture is generational blessings. And that's what's entitled to us, too. And if we stop always thinking about the curses that have been put on us and the bad stuff that start saying, God, where's the blessing in this? Mm -hmm. Where's the blessing? You sent me to get that PR degree. You sent me to the marketing agent agency help me to put all those things together so that I can elevate this vision that you've given me because the vision is always the same vision and when you start looking at things in a, as in a, a long-term assignment and say the degree at, at Nebraska it was purpose in that God yeah. what, what was I supposed to get it from that write mm-hmm. it down mm-hmm. don't just say it but write it down what did I gain from that because those are things you need right now in this season but sometimes we don't connect them all because they're discombined. Even the teenage pregnancy, what did you teach me? Mm-hmm, Write it mm-hmm. all down because there's different days that you got to go pull out of that bucket. Yeah. I'm a teenage mom too. One of the things that being a teenage mom, it, it, wanting something for my for my son gave me a, a, a yearning that was beyond me. Yes. It, so And so sometimes when we get into our marriage and we get into our life, sometimes it's hard to have that same yearning gut pull mm-hmm. that it used mm-hmm. to be when I was like, I'd be damned if you going to not have yes. shoes. I'd be damned if you're not going to have clothes. I'd be damned if anybody going to say something about my baby. You're going to yes. have on the best clothes, <laughs> the best shoes. You know, you had that <laughs> oomph. Like, ain't nobody going to tell me something. But sometimes we got to wake up in the morning and have that same attitude even though we don't have that um trauma driving us right sometimes in our culture 
The only thing that we can get riled up and pumped up about is trauma. Mm. But God is like, in this season, I want you to get pumped up about the blessing that's on the other side. Like, I bet you, even though I don't see these clients, they coming. I bet you that this $10,000 speech is coming, even though I don't see it. You know what I mean? Shift that same energy that you had from every single one of those seasons into this season. And that's when you're going to start to see yourself shift from that space of right here into that next level of elevation. Elevation, that's just the word he keeps giving to me in this room. Elevation. Mm -hmm. God is good. I ain't got nothing else, honey. Okay, guys, before we dive any more into this episode, we've got to take a moment to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Balanced Health. Have you ever wondered if you have food sensitivities, hormonal imbalances, or toxins in your body? Now you can find out with Balance Health. By analyzing just a small portion of your hair and saliva, Balance Health uses a bioenergetic scanning system to provide you with the answers to these questions and more. In just three weeks, you'll receive in-depth results and a customized all-natural regimen to help you reach optimal health. Me and Wesley were blown away by our results, and we know you'll be just as pleased with yours. That's why Balance Health is giving our listeners $20 off your test when you use code GG20 at checkout. That's capital G, capital G, two, zero. Visit creatingbalancehealth.com to get your test today. You've been dropping gems since you came in here. I can't wait to get into these points. But everything you <laughs> said so far, now that's not even a transition because it was needed to be heard yeah. just with our lives. And I think that's a beautiful thing with podcasts. The listener, I'm pretty sure they're connecting with a lot of things that's just Listen. authentically and genuinely happening. Yeah. Like, and you said a word before we even started the podcast, divine alignment. I feel yeah. like yes. this conversation is yes. a divine alignment. It's a yes. divine assignment. It's a yes. Kairos. Yes. It's a Kairos yes. conference, a Kairos yes. moment yes. in the situation. Yes. And I think even the way that the points are sometimes weaved into conversations, there's divinity in that. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we miss the points that God is sending to us because we waiting on the boat to come. And God is like, <laughs> I sent it to you in the rain. I right. sent it to you in the wind. I sent you to, I gave you the, the tools to make the boat, but you decided that your blessing was going to come in this form. And so you mm. missed it. You missed it. Mm-hmm, and so sometimes mm-hmm. we have to open ourselves up and open up our mind to God. I keep asking you for this, but if I don't see it and I keep asking you for it, is it a, is that my assignment? Is it in alignment? Are you sending it to me? And I'm just not recognizing it. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. he will never no prayer comes back void right and so either it ain't your assignment Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not in alignment or it's possible that he don't send you the answer five times Mm. but you thought it was gonna come looking like this yes and so you keep missing it and so we can stop and ask like god open my eyes so that i can see that and see these things so that you can elevate me from where from where I'm at and that's a that's a key to manifesting what you want is being um intentional mm-hmm. about what is it that I that I am manifesting mm-hmm. so if I say that I want next year to be a successful year what does that look like right so many times we don't we'll say you'll hear people say I want to be successful 
well, what will it look like when you wake up successful? Mm-hmm. And have you actually walked that out? Mm-hmm. I used to say, I want to have so many speaking engagements. And then I had so many speaking engagements that I was missing my kids' games. And, mm-hmm. I, was, and I was like, okay, God, never mind. Hold on. I don't want something. <laughs> I want fewer that I earn more. Right. And so, you know, we have to really get clear and take time to really put that vision that we have in, on, out on paper and set and really see what that's going to look like. So that's, to me, the first thing, the first point in um, manifesting what you want, your goals, is to become really crystal clear mm-hmm. about what that goal is. And then once you're clear about it, set intention to it. Okay. And setting intention to it is saying and speaking it. Every, like, I'll tell you something I'm manifesting right now, and I am manifesting this beautiful relationship that is coming into my life. Yes. And so I can see it, I can feel it, I can touch it so clearly, and I am intentional ab- about it. And and that's, in, that's where I'm at in my life because financially I'm where I want to be in my relationship with my kids, I'm where I want to be. But in terms of a partnership, that's, that's a goal for me. And that's right. important to know that our goals shift. So they can be in different areas, but being, but setting intention to that. And then the next thing is creating an, an atmosphere to bring that in. Mm. So I'm going to speak all about where I'm at right now, which is a relationship. And, and because I think people need some relationship advice. Um, but, but when, if, if my intention is to manifest this relationship, mm-hmm. then I have to make sure that I'm ready to receive mm that relationship mm-hmm. yeah and so first thing let's say it's a relationship i have to define what a healthy relationship is so mm-hmm. that then i can become intentional about it and make room for it and so making room for that may mean that um i need to um deal with any personal issues that i have can i make myself happy because mm-hmm. you can't have a healthy relationship until you can make yourself happy yeah so that yes. is you know that's something that I have to do and be intentional about and, and creating that space for that is to, you know, make sure that I'm able to make myself happy. Make sure that I know what happy is. Yes. You know, because sometimes it's like somebody can, you get with the person and everything they do, you're never happy because you haven't really gotten clear about what happiness is or you want them to be your God, not your man. Ooh. But that's a whole nother thing. That's good. <laughs> Keep speaking. That's good. That's a whole nother thing. We ain't even here to talk about relationships, but but that was what was on my spirit. Um, <laughs> hey, that was good. But um, you know, because your man can't be your God. Yes. Your man cannot fill you up. You gotta already be filled, and they should be your overflow. Yes. And so, you know, when we when I hear things like that right here, well, you know, he just don't make me happy. You ought to be making you happy. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. ought to be your overflow. Well, when I go to him for this, he don't know. But sound like to me, that's what you need to be going to God for. Mm. You know, and so anyway, we have to uh, create a space. And so sometimes that means learning. And if you've never witnessed a healthy relationship, studying that so that you have a clear idea of what it's going to be like when you are happy when you are when you do have that manifestation of that um of that happiness and then the next thing is getting out anything that doesn't serve you oh wow 
And so that's a piece that very often people don't go through this steps and they don't get out. And it's like, um, I don't know if you've ever had a, a bag of potatoes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Once the one first potato goes bad, all the rest of them will rot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that one girlfriend who's always negative, she will rot in you. Yeah. Those posts that you scroll, unfollow them because mm -hmm. it will rotten your spirit. Yeah. Free yourself of anything that doesn't serve you. Now, I got a question about that okay. one. I love, I, I love this. Um, but when we talk about removing what doesn't serve us, mm -hmm. there's a couple of things that come to mind for me. Number one, where do we draw the line between having grace for people, right, mm -hmm. and and boundaries. And and maybe we just need to, you know, just review and, and have a conversation. Where do we draw the line between that and not nah, it's time to remove this person? Such a good question. And the second question, which I think really kind of connects to it, is how do we make sure that, that when we talk about removing what doesn't serve you, we're not saying this from a egotistical mm -hmm perspective like mm, they don't they don't serve me like this spiritual snobbiness mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. um so yeah how do we make sure our ego is not involved number one well I guess that was number two but how do we yeah. make sure our ego is not involved and where do we draw the line between executing grace and actually saying okay it's time to remove yeah that's such a good question one of the things I think is that it's particularly women we have, we worry way too much about being too egotistical. Mm. We need to be a little bit more egotistical. Okay, then. All right, now. You Was not expecting that. It's the truth. When do you see eagles messing around with pigeons? Oh, my God. If you, when you elevate yourself naturally, the natural course of things is separation. What happens is we try to go against the course, which means that what? We have to come down. Right. We have to. And so your ego should say, I am worthy. Because that's what the Bible said. It said we're fearfully and we're wonderfully made. And so anybody that isn't wanting to operate in that space, then I have to allow the natural progression, which is for me to elevate. And that doesn't mean that I look down upon you in a negative way. I will look down because if you're soaring, if I'm soaring up here, the only way to see you is to look down. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I, so we have to change our perspective. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm down here with you, it's impossible for me to be down here with you and soar. Yeah. So which one do you want? And see, that's what happens. We want to walk one foot in and one foot out. You got to decide. Mm -hmm. Do I want to soar or do I want to mess around down here with pigeons? Mm. That's mm. the truth. <laughs> and I can still love you. I can still love you even though you are a, a, a pigeon. There's nothing wrong. Because there's some people that I'm, listen, I can't think of another analogy that's what came to my mind. I love it. I'm just, I, it's what? so funny. But I, know, <laughs> I don't know why pigeons came, but that's what came to my mind. Are but, you an eagle or is you a pigeon? <laughs> but that's what came to my mind. And that's okay because the pigeons are happy being pigeons. Yeah. 
That, so it's nothing negative, you know, but the, I, that's just not where I'm at. Yeah. I'm an eagle and I love you. Yes. And I will put, give you some crumbs <laughs> because that's what pigeons like. And I don't mean that in a negative <laughs> no, way. No, I got right? you. But, because seriously, pigeons yeah. love crumbs. Yes. And, and it's important that we understand that those people will be happy that way because that's mm. their assignment. Mm. And so when you ask, how do I know? When you know your assignment, then you make sure everything is in alignment and what isn't, you separate. And it's that simple. It is wow. that simple. And you stop expecting people that aren't in alignment with your assignment to validate this for you. Oh, that gave me chills. Yeah, That's it. That's you know, it. I'm sorry to mean to cut no, you off. What's interesting is... If you don't allow those people to go away, God will separate them for you. Yes, he sure will. Yes. yes. So, like, and he'll do it in a way where you don't expect, yeah. and it'll just happen. Yeah. yeah. And then later on in life, you're just like, oh, I should, I could have did it quicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. God is going to protect you and watch you, and if he needs you to elevate for your purpose, he gonna, he'll separate them for you, too. Yeah, but we're trying to take the accelerated path. You're right. absolutely right. Because you're, you're right. right. He will do it, but usually it's like 10 hardships. You are absolutely right. I men tend to recognize this because men don't, we don't talk enough about healthy ego. Mm-hmm. We all need to have a healthy amount of ego. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's some things that I'm darn good at. Yes. And we, as, as women, <laughs> need to learn how to own that and yeah. say, yeah, I'm good at that. I'm not talking about what you are aren't good. I'm talking about me right now. Yeah. You own your stuff over there. But we get so wrapped up and I don't want to say I'm good at this because right. what if Carissa doesn't like the way. This ain't about you. You got your gifts. See, when you know you on assignment, you can stand here and I can say I am. That's why I tell you I'll text you. I'll be like, we need to work together on this or this because you're really good at this. And I'm really, because I know my lane. Yeah. And my lane ain't everything. God gives us each an, a divine assignment. And I know I'm good at this. So women need, I speak specifically about women because men tend to have, a, know the importance of a, na, of a, a, a healthy amount of ego. Mm-hmm. And when it's time to separate, men don't have as much of an issue. Mm-hmm. No issue. We operate so much in guilt. Mm-hmm. And we operate mm-hmm. so much in I got to keep acting like you in order to support you feeling like I'm like you. Right. But it's costing me. Yeah, It's costing me. And I'm no longer willing to sacrifice where I'm supposed to be to make you feel okay about it. I'm not. And, I'm, and, and, and I pray you understand it. Right. But even if you don't. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't, it's time for me to soar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to know if you understand it. Because if you operate in, on your assignment and in your alignment, why you know what they're saying? Right. Why do you know? Right. You shouldn't even know. You need to get some more things on your things to-do list if you were if you know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to be too busy. Like, like well, fact. what do they say about you? I don't know. Yeah. You know? And I'm if, on my assignment. Yeah, I'm on my assignment. I don't know what, girl, what they say this and this. About. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a way of knowing. Oh, my God. This is what it means to be a grown-ass woman, okay? I am here for it. Okay, let me just recap these first three points. The first point is to get clear and set your intentions. Yes. Number two is create the space for it. Yes. And number three is remove what doesn't serve you. Yes. What's next? Once you remove what doesn't serve you, set the steps in place to get where you need to be. 
Okay. God doesn't give you a vision without giving you some steps to get there. Okay. So one of the things I found when I went into entrepreneurship, when I was in nursing school, when I was a nurse practitioner, I had set things I had to accomplish <laughs> every single day in order to reach my goal. But when I, when I moved into the world of entrepreneurship, everything was based on how I felt. Mm. Well, I don't feel like doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't, well, mm-hmm. it don't matter how you feel. When we was in school, <laughs> you got up and went to class. It, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It didn't, yes. But that's because it was somebody else that was telling you what you had to do. Right. Same thing when I went to work. I knew if I had to be there, I had to be there from 9 to 5, and these were the objectives that had to be met. But I wasn't applying that same structure into what belonged to me. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and so you have to put a structure in place that is in alignment with your assignment. Yes. You know, it's like if you want to if you have a if you have a goal, even if it's let's say it's a weight loss goal. Mm-hmm. If you don't put some structure in <laughs> You know, and, and written, write it down. Where are you going to be next year? Right where you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Right where you right. are. You know, and so, you know, and I, I love speaking to Christians because Christians, we are great about getting visions. God spoke to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, He's been speaking to you for 40 years, mother such and such. You know, like, when are we going to see the fruit? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's, you know, 40 years in the wilderness, but your time is running out. Like, when are we going to see? You know, Okay. So we, you know, we have to take that vision that God has given us and then create the structure. And I mean the structure, the day by day task Mm -hmm. that it takes to lead us to whatever that vision is. Love it. Yeah. So that would, that would be the next thing. Okay. So put the steps and structure in place. Put the steps and structure in place. Hello, everyone. This is Brad Burrow with Real Media. We're a proud sponsor of the Grace and Grind podcast. We love the message and we love Wesley and Carissa. If your organization needs help with a video and content execution strategy, TV spots, promotional videos, animation, or even podcasting, give us a call. We've got the tools, talent, and experience you need to get your message in front of your audience. We call it content that roars. Reach out today at 913-754-1901 or realmediakc.com. This episode is also brought to you by Tasha Houston Hair Studio in Overland Park, Kansas. Schedule your cut, color, and style at TashaHouston.co. That's T-O-S-H-A-Houston.co. So the fifth thing is surrender. Mm, Yeah, yes. You have to surrender some of your ideas sometimes like you have things set the way you imagine them to go and mm-hmm. god will give you these nudges that you're supposed to maybe go a little left or go a little right but we become so obsessed with the way we thought it was going to be mm-hmm. that we hold on so tightly that we're not able to see the full fruits of the spirit and so we have to surrender ourselves enough to be open to some of the redirection mm-hmm. that can take place on the mm. assignment. Okay. You know, okay. it's always in alignment, but it might not always be the exact course that you thought that you were going to be on. Right. And so surrendering like control 
Yes. Of feeling like you have to be the determining factor of what everything is supposed to look like. Because if you have all the control, God can't have any control. Yes. And so you have to surrender that and believe that, you know, this is the assignment. It's in alignment. Okay, God, this isn't where I thought you was going to take me. But, you know, is, is this really where you go? And be open to that. And so that's where surrendering comes in. I love that. How is, now I think I think I understand the answer to this, but it, it naturally kind of came up. So in case there are listeners who may be, also wondering the same thing. Mm-hmm. How would you say surrendering is different from removing what doesn't serve you? So removing what doesn't serve you is meaning more of those physical, tangible things. Like mm-hmm. uh, more, the, the removing what doesn't serve you is almost, think about that as putting yourself in a bubble of, of your assignment. So yeah. anything that isn't in your assignment. So that's more of people, things, thoughts. Yeah, being protective of those surrendering has more to do with your action steps. Okay, and so you might say, you know, this is what I'm planning to do. I'm going to in order to uh, build up my listeners on grace and grind. This is the plan. And then God might say, you know, I think you need to get connected over here and send Mm -hmm. you this opportunity for this partnership. You're like, well, that wasn't on my plan. Mm -hmm, I had it planned mm -hmm. that I was going to do this, this and that, you know. One time I had put a group and I had listed the group as um, black women in success. Mm -hmm. And God just kept working on me. And I was like, well, there's a lot of groups that say black women in success. And he said, but I didn't create you to say black. Mm. I want you to teach all women. Wow. So my, I had this idea that I was supposed to help all black women. Right. Well, God was like, that's not the part of the strategy I gave you. That mm. was Grace's strategy. Mm. And so I had to surrender that. Or even when men want to join my programs, and I'm like, God, I really wanted to stay with women. You know? <laughs> 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 and he's like, that's not my will. That's your will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so this is more when you come to surrendering, I'm more talking now strategy mm-hmm. and your strategic steps that you're taking be open to partnerships that maybe weren't the way that you thought they were going to be or how things were going to look and surrender. It's that control. This more has to do with your, and I'm saying your and looking at you, but I'm yeah. just it. <laughs> I don't know what your control is. No, but listen, that's I, intentional. Yeah, it's I'm intentional. Like, that's alignment. Like, I was like, ooh, I'm, I feel myself. I'm like, ooh, I yeah, didn't mean to be talking like that I don't know what your control <laughs> issues are or are not. But, uh, <laughs> You know, that's how God will work. Blessing. But, uh, <laughs> but that's what surrender is talking about, is okay. that is releasing your control um, yes. and, and leaving room for him to work. Okay, yeah. It reminds me of something that you said earlier, and and I wrote this on um, the dry erase board in our bedroom, and I can't even remember exactly how I phrased it, but it was just along the lines of don't be so focused on the future and your future self that you miss out on the opportunities mm-hmm. that are right here before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. And and that's actually like ties into one of my, one of the points that I have, it is strive for more, but find gratitude in the present. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because every part of this, 
this journey that you're on is a part of the process. And sometimes we get so focused on tomorrow that we miss the beauty of what's happening right now in this present moment. And it's important that you don't do that because that's what's going to fuel your motivation to continue to press forward. But if you don't take time to just sit in it and breathe in that in and let that just resonate in your spirit, um, what happens is people get discouraged Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. end up not continue to do the work that it's going to take to reach toward, reach that goal. Yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like with that comes this understanding the difference between contentment and complacency. Yes. Like, I believe that you can be content, right? Which is exactly what you're saying, to strive for more, but find gratitude in the present. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is literally the definition of contentment. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what happens sometimes, I feel like, um, when we're complacent, Mm -hmm. it's when I feel like, number one, that's when the enemy has tricked you into thinking, you're being content. Yes. You're being content. Yes. Don't take no more steps. Mm-hmm. Just stay right here. Yeah. You're comfortable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I also feel like contentment is rooted in fear mm-hmm. of um, that comes from not having your desires and your beliefs align. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's connected to um, just all kind of negative negativity, mm-hmm. validation chasing, as mm-hmm. opposed to just seeking fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here for the contentment piece. Strive for more, but find gratitude. And in I the think present. it's so important because people do get complacency and content confused. Yeah, and so the big difference between content, it's saying, I'm good right where I'm at, but I know there's more to come. Yes. Mm-hmm. And complacent is saying, I'm good where I'm at, and it's just where I'm going to be. Yeah. 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 There's a difference yes. in that. Because this, I'm still striving. Mm-hmm. I'm still going. But, I, God, if you don't do nothing else, I'm, I'm good right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I know you got more for me. Yeah. I know. I feel it in my spirit. I know what you gave yeah. me. I see it. So I'm going to be good, and I'm going to thank you in this moment while I keep striving yes. for what you've shown me is on the other side. Oh, Them points is dope. Because, like, even with that surrender and how she was talking about how God would shift you and then having a vision and having strategies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to submit to that, too, though. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I know I think about the weight loss journey for, for sure with all the Americans need to lose weight, men and women alike. Like, there are strategies. Mm-hmm. God gives you a vision and a plan. Mm-hmm. Stick with the plan. Mm-hmm. And then that's where that contentment and even the elevation we're talking about, yeah. where it comes from. Yes. It's real yeah. easy to be complacent with, with weight, though. It is. In, 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 in our community, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one of the strategies that I use is I go to Miami every January. And the reason why is because over the holiday season, while everybody's eating, I'm like, oh, no, I'm getting my body ready for Miami. I, I, I got it. this Miami body. Because when you get into an environment, the environment that you, the, where, we, where people are that have what you want in Miami, everybody, it look, everybody body looks amazing. <laughs> you know, and so, and, and, and we're, that's what we're talking about. But so, so it's important to put yourself consistently in the environment 
of where people are that have what you want, yeah. that's how you keep from getting complacent. See, we mm. live in the Midwest mm-hmm. where about 90% of people are overweight. Mm-hmm. And so you trying to strive, but you got to think outside of everybody in your family, everybody around you, everybody. And what you feel like you doing is abnormal. Mm-hmm. But when you go to South Beach, everybody's on the South Beach diet. That's their regular every day. <laughs> and so you get ready to order some fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and everybody else is like, I'll take the shrimp salad. Um, take off the cute croutons and I'll take a vodka and uh, soda water with the lime. Yes. Like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a salad too. And uh, I'll ta- you see how that's you good. shift? Yes. Nah, that's you real it's, good. The, and it's the truth. Mm-hmm. I've lived this. I was 180 pounds. And so I had to put in place then strategies in place that said, I, this isn't who I want to be. Yes. My grandmother, it was a whole different thing, but my grandmother died when she was the skinny people who die of heart attacks because she ate like crap because she thought because she was skinny, she could. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm determined to live past 65. I'll do whatever it takes. But part of that was surrounding yourself around people who are on the same path as you. Right. That's the point. Yeah. And you have to do it. Because when you surround yourself around it, it's like, it's like I, people say, well, I go to conferences right now. I go to conferences with people that make $200,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And so I might come home from a time, and I'm like hype because, you know, I made 10000 this month. And you go, you're in a room with them, and they're like, they're ringing the bell, $200,000 this month. All of a sudden, your, your, your intensity of what you strive for changes. Yes. And so whatever that goal be, whether it be if you want a healthy relationship, put yourself around healthy people. Stop going around unhealthy relationships. If you want to be in a healthy weight, stop being around people that are unhealthy. Get yourself in alignment. It goes in what every single area of your life because then it makes whatever you're striving for just seem natural. It flows. Yes. It flows. Mm-hmm. We always want to go against the grain, but sometimes we just need to get ourselves in a position where the flow is natural. Yes. You know, and that's why I like to go to Miami in January because the flow there is natural. Everybody's getting up running in the morning. Right. That's just what everybody's doing. Yeah. Nobody's like posting it like I ran this morning because they run every morning. <laughs> that's good. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like the flow. You feel like, well, dang, I guess I better get up and go run too. Yes. <laughs> I better that's learn good. how to, then I think I can rollerblade. I think I can do a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see you oh, yeah. rollerblading yeah, yeah, down by like, Beach. Yeah, you know, you see that girl in them short yeah. shorts. I'm like, I'm about to get me some short shorts. I'm going to have my rollerblade. Yes. <laughs> I can so see it. But it's positive. You know, it's 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 that, um, what is that we teach our kids about uh, influence? Like, you know, we don't yeah. want them to be um, peer pressured. Right, right. But peer pressure can work in the positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of us need to be pressured by our peers. Mm-hmm. So we need to put the right peers around us so mm-hmm. that we can we can radiate from what they're doing and draw off of them. I love this. Okay, so we're going to recap these points. Yes, I think those were great. Yeah, yeah that was And I good. talk about all of those truly in the book. Um, they're, they're all out there and they're all outlined because success is is strategy mm-hmm. there's one in a million people that woke up like this yes the rest of them put a strategy in place and they went to work day after day to then be able to see what they wanted so we have to get out of this social media um illusion 
that that you know that that person who has that 1.2 billion followers that that happened one day no that person was posting like five videos every day for the last 10 years before right. they got there there was strategy to that they had five different accounts that they were first going and liking from all the different accounts yep. to build it up yep. they were doing facebook ads they were marketing they were directing you know all of these things and so that's the, that was the other thing that i would say would be the last point is be willing to do the work Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want you want success mm-hmm. it takes work yeah want a success i want a successful relationship but you lazy right mm-hmm. when it says you you reap what you sow that's not just talking about in negative that's talking about if you want to sow abundance you have to uh you know reap that you have to plant that mm-hmm. just like with you guys situation this morning you want to receive love and grace we have to give that love yes. and grace and it happens in those moments these little moments when we have an opportunity i'm just picking on you but it's what we do <laughs> in all of our life yeah that we like i just want people to love me and i want people to do this i want my business to grow but you had all these opportunities to be kind and you chose not to be right you know so just be intentional that's where that intention comes in i'm intentionally a go-giver because i know Mm. that whatever i give out won't come back void oh honey yeah that's great so so we got nine points now oh we do see that just growing listen (laughs) yeah yeah i've I've been listening to mike ty lately he's been talking about reaping and sowing. he's like my favorite guy right now and it sounds like to me that you you sow often and you just yeah you just getting the abundance of your sewing Mm-hmm. And that's dope. Mm-hmm. I don't learn so much listening to you. you I know, know I'm just a band sitting back here. I'm just like I'm listening to these these fly young ladies talk. Yeah, I love but when you just, talk though. Yeah, just the wisdom it. that you have is like yeah, it's it's like diamond. Like it's great. It I really appreciate is. everything you've been saying. Thank you. Yeah. Thank let you. me let me recap the points because okay. we got nine now. I'm so <laughs> hyped. I'm so hyped. Nah. Okay. So the points are number one. God will multiply. Won't he? <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Okay, so the first um, tip for for making a mindset shift to help manifest your goals in 2022 is to get clear and set intentions. Number two, create the space for it. Number three, remove what doesn't serve you. Number four, put the steps and structure in place. Number five, surrender. Number six, strive for more but find gratitude in the present. Number seven, engage in positive peer pressure. Number eight, be a go-getter. And number nine, be a go-giver. Yeah. Go-giver. Woo, woo, woo. Man, I love it, We boy. doing the shoulder shake in the studio. Yeah. 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 That's, That's great. Happy dance. That's great. Yeah. Do you have one more just to make it a solid 10? Oh, gosh. Those were so good. I hate um, to put the pressure on. I got, a, I got a bonus question. Maybe that could be. That okay. Could yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like to me, God, is, you've been through a lot. You've mm-hmm. done the work. Mm-hmm. You've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. What's that one thing that you want the listener to really grasp from all the lessons you learned in life? Just that one thing. I just get chills when you just ask that question. But um, that there's absolutely nothing, nothing that you can't overcome. Nothing. It doesn't matter if it's losing a child, if it's losing your parents, if it's losing your marriage, if it's losing your sanity. There's nothing Nothing that you cannot overcome. Every single thing that you need is, is right there inside of you. And you just have to have that belief and have that truth. 
know that truth. And the thing I love about truth is truths never change. Mm. Mm. Seasons change. People change. Circumstances change. But truth never changes. And the truth is that you can overcome anything. And if God put it in you, it will manifest if you do the work. Yes. Know that you can overcome anything. Ah, uh, Grace, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. This has been so good. It has. It has been. And you are our final interview for season two. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like just when we talk about assignments, alignment, and timing, yeah. and all the divine things, like... You are just divine in and of yourself. Thank you yes. so, so much. And, it's, and even with our conversation last night, I feel like God had her on assignment yes. to literally give us the the message we need mm-hmm. to end 2021 yeah. with momentum going into 2022. Yes. So, like, because she don't know what we talked about last night. Yeah. It, it was like great like everything you spoke on literally it was like god was like yeah you need to say this say this right. say that yeah. but i think oh my spent, god yeah. i just got chills and that's the thing like if you just keep taking the steps he'll do the rest mm-hmm. yep. he'll do the rest like we don't have to you just be amazed at it you know i told you that this week has been a challenging week for me i've been yeah. wrestling um Grief never goes away. We just learn how to manage it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. with this being my, my son's birthday tomorrow, I was, I was just praising God um, because that's how I shift. And so I would say to any listener that is in that space where they feel like they are just struggling, where they feel like I'm pushing and I'm pulling and it just doesn't seem like anything is going my way. His word for you in this moment is surrender. Mm-hmm. Surrender. Put your hands up and your open your ears and lean in and he'll guide you. He'll guide you. And he said the burdens will be light and the flow will be easy and all the struggles will fall away. Mm. I don't know who that was for, but I know it was for someone. I want to uh, speak peace and joy over your life. Yes. And I want to speak abundance over your life, especially when it comes to just not only being an overcomer, but just elevating to your next season. Mm -hmm. And we thanking God right now for that relationship, that healthy relationship that's coming to you. And we say these things in Yahshua Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Tell the people. (laughs) (laughs) Where they can find you online and connect with you on social media, buy your books, all of that good stuff. You can uh, find me online on Instagram at the Grace Yasmin at the Grace Yasmin. So T-H-E Grace G-R-A-C-E Yasmin Y-A-S-M-I-N-E. And then I also have a free gift that I like to offer you and you can get that at the 10kvision.com and that's the 10kvision.com and it is a um, guide with the blueprint of all those essential things that you need to put in place to build a successful business yes and just so you know let's on the website the 10kvision.com you're going to use the number the actual numeral yes. one and zero don't spell out 10 
just put the one. Thank <laughs> the you zero. for reminding me of that. Yes. Yes. Ah, thank you so much. Yeah, guys. thanks for coming. You're That's welcome. Great. Thanks for having me. This is yeah. like what happens when we get together. Right. Like yeah. this is how she talks all time. the yeah. time. Yeah. Ah, I love it. I love yeah. it. Okay, guys, you know what's up. You can go to graceandgrind.co for more episodes of the podcast, for articles, for videos. Our YouTube channel is like a thing <laughs> yes. now. Yes. So we're getting that going. So make sure you um, subscribe to the Grace and Grind on YouTube. Yes. Um, the Grace and Grind. Make sure Grace you and Grind. <laughs> Grace and Grind. You're so excited. That's all right. That energy is beautiful. So excited. <laughs> And then, you know, our shop, the self-care shop, is up and running. So make sure you check out um, all the wellness experiences we have for you over there. And uh, if you want 10% off your first order, all you have to do is text the word self-care to 816-722-3872. And we'll be happy to give you 10% off your first order. Yay! Yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, is that it? That's it. Y'all have a wonderful day, evening, year, weekend, weekend, whatever it is, twenty twenty two. Yeah. But now y'all have a good one. <laughs>